So mom guilt can come from a lot of different places, right? Like there's the fact that sometimes we may have standards for ourselves. Like I want to be patient with my child when they're having a tantrum, really believe that. And so if we, you know, we snap at them and react in a way that we didn't want to, we may feel guilty because we are not living to that standard that we've set for ourselves. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Welcome to the show, Emily. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, we've got Emily Hardy. Emily is a motherhood support and mindset coach and host of the Worthy Mother podcast. She works with moms to prioritize themselves without guilt in order to feel more fulfilled in life within and beyond motherhood. She's passionate about redefining what it means to be a mom and challenging the societal norms that contribute to feelings of mom guilt and shame for so many moms. Emily lives on the central coast of California with her husband and two young sons. In today's episode, Emily and I will be chatting about guilt, where it comes from, and what we can do about it. So let's just dive in and share with us about your journey and what got you to be where you are today. Yes, I love sharing my story because part of where part of what got me to where I am is hearing the stories of other mothers and being inspired by just the experiences that we all go through. So I have two sons. They are currently four and a half and my, my tiny baby just turned two. (laughs) Um, and I became a mom when I was 23, I was going to school to get my teaching credential just in a time of my life where, you know, identity is kind of weird at that point anyway. Um, and of course, as most moms can probably relate, becoming a mom kind of shakes that a bit, right? It's, I mean, that's kind of an understatement, but it, Absolutely. it you know, <laughs> I, I kind of stepped into this role and didn't know what to expect. I wasn't prepared for it. Um, fast forward, you know, we hit the pandemic and obviously that was just for all of us, another identity shaker. Um, I was teaching f- full time and I had my second son. And when I had my second son, I really realized that I had been dealing with some mental health things, anxiety. I had anxiety growing up, but it really was when I had my kids that it kind of came forward. And when I had my second son, it came forward in a full new way. And I had never realized quite how much it was impacting my life. And so 
with having my my second son and realizing that I needed to get help for my anxiety and realizing that I was really experiencing something that was not normal, you know, to say like it was something that I could get help. It was something that I could overcome and get past. Um, and it was, you know, that journey of working on my mental health where I kind of realized this new part of me that I just wasn't feeding. I wasn't pouring into myself in a way that allowed me to like exist as me. And while I was on that journey, I got really inspired to help other moms. Um, a lot of my, a lot of what got me there is I started a blog for fun about motherhood. And it was kind of that blog that was like, oh my goodness, I love exploring these topics about motherhood and identity and, you know, mom guilt. And I just took that and ran with it. And so I am now supporting moms in a number of ways. And it's just been a really awesome experience and journey. And it's a journey that I'm on. And I love that I get to help other moms in that journey as well. What is the name? I didn't realize that you had a blog. What's the name of your blog? So my blog is not currently active, but it's honestly Emily Rose. So that is also like my business name and that's my brand, but it's, yeah, it's all about just the experiences we go through honestly. And so that's really the jumping off point for what is now my podcast. And, you know, I do coaching and things like that. It really all started with, with that blog. Awesome. Awesome. And that was just a way to explore different things that were coming up for you as a mom. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's something that that was such a, that was a way to pour into myself. It's kind of a, you know, it's a little bit meta. It's like the, the exploration of motherhood was the way that I was like feeding my soul. And so it's, it's cool that I get to do that work now and help other moms like learn to, to pour into themselves in that way. Nice. I love it. I kept having to mute myself because, well, one, I love your nails. I, 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 for those of you that are just listening on the podcast, you've got this pretty color blue nails, nail color on. And I love it. I mean, as you kept flashing that, (laughs) we're redoing our bathroom, which is why I keep having to mute you because my husband's up there tiling the baseboard part. And I just painted it almost that same color. It's like a darker color. And when I went to Home Depot to get the paint, I was like, the the woman who helped me, she's like, oh, she's like, you must really love this color because it matched my hat. I didn't realize it matched my hat, but (laughs) I dropped like that aqua blue color. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so back, back to this. Um, It is so important to pour into yourself. And I love that you recognize that. And then you were able to take the steps to do that, starting with the blog, starting with sharing, you know, kind of what you were exploring and bringing everyone along with you on that journey of like, this is what I'm learning. This is kind of like what I've been unpacking and helping yourself with the mental, mental health situation or like mental health things that were coming up for you. But then also opening yourself up and allowing others to, to, to kind of learn from what you were learning as well to come along. So that's awesome. So today, what we're going to talk about specifically is mom guilt. And this is something, you know, that we as moms struggle with a lot. This is actually one of the big things that prevented me from being able to pour into myself for so long was the feelings of guilt that came up. So I, when you applied to be on this podcast, I was drawn to that because I know that we are not alone, that this is something that so many moms struggle with. 
and it's hard to get past and but it's it's essential to get past that in order to pour into ourselves and so in your opinion where does this guilt come from why why is it such a problem so when we think about mom guilt and when we really think about what guilt is um we're talking about this feeling that we're doing something wrong, right? We're feeling like we're not doing something to a standard that we have, or, you know, it's, it's, it's not the way that it should be or that we want it to be. Um, And then, you know, with mom guilt, a lot of times that turns into shame and we are making that mean something about ourselves. So mom guilt can come from a lot of different places, right? Like there's, there's the, the fact that sometimes we may have standards for ourselves. Like I, want to be patient with my child when they're having a tantrum. And that may be a very like real standard we have for ourselves. We really believe that. And so if we, you know, we snap at them and react in a way that we didn't want to, we may feel guilty because we are not living to that standard that we've set for ourselves. And we could consider that mom guilt, right? Oftentimes in motherhood, there are things we will feel guilty about because we're not, um, living up to a standard or expectation we have for ourselves that may be not something that actually we are consciously holding ourselves to as like a choice. A lot of times we are influenced by the people around us, maybe our own social media, (laughs) yeah, social media, um, things we see on TV, the, the people who raised us, our friends who are raising their children and what we see of their lives, all different kinds of things that can cause us to hold ourselves to standards and expectations that may or may not actually be something that we believe is possible for ourselves. It may not actually be possible for ourselves or anyone else for that matter. Um, And if we're not like keenly aware of what those expectations, what those standards are that we're holding ourselves to, we may end up feeling like we are doing a whole lot wrong. If we take time for ourselves, that's not acceptable. And we may not truly believe that, you know, inside of ourselves, we may know like, no, that's important. And for me to be able to show up for my child, I need to take time for myself and all these things, right? There's layers. But if we're not aware that that expectation is there in the first place, like, oh no, moms don't take time for themselves, then we will end up feeling guilt about that. We'll end up feeling like we are doing something wrong. And so it's something that I think all moms face. I think any mom who says, oh, no, I've never felt that probably isn't really thinking about the depth of it because mm. it's hard to avoid. It's really hard to avoid experiencing that at all, right? Sure. It, so what you're saying is like the values, right? Like we have to be aware if it's our own value that we're trying to kind of put in place or that we're trying to uphold, or if it's someone else's value, And when it's somebody else's value, that's where a lot of that guilt comes from because we are, they're unrealistic. Like they, they don't apply to us. And then we're trying to live up to that value by doing certain things. And then when we don't do those things, because they're not necessarily, or like at our core important to us, it creates a lot of guilt and a lot of that shame. And then, and then just really being aware of what do you value as a person? which goes kind of back to the beginning. Like when you realize that once you became a mom, you lose that piece of your identity outside of your mom, outside of like your mom hat or right. And so it comes, it's coming to terms with who am I 
what do I value? And what are those steps or what are those actions that would support those values? Yes, absolutely. And I think there's a there's something in there too, where sometimes it's other people's values that they may hold themselves to and we don't need to. But oftentimes when we're consuming these things in society, it's even these expectations that nobody actually is achieving, right? Like the social media example is great, right? We see like this perfect mother or there's this idea of like this perfect person we can be where, I mean, oftentimes there's like contradictory pieces to that. And it's like, there's literally no way that I or anyone else could live up to each that. that. It doesn't even matter what we want, right? It's just, right. that's not a real person. That's not a real thing. And so if we're not, like, if we're not really thinking about that, it's like, oh, I'm falling short of this, but it's like the falling short of is perfection. We're falling short of perfection, right. which doesn't yes, exist. You're yeah, going to yeah. fall short of perfection and your children right. are going to fall short of perfection. Right. We all are. <laughs> right. Right. So how does open, honest conversation impact these feelings of mom guilt? I will say, first of all, on a personal level, and I think this is important because this is something that any mom listening to a conversation like this can potentially have this impact. But for me, in my own journey, it was really hearing other moms share their experiences that allowed me to like heal parts of myself that I needed to heal and to continue on this journey of being able to speak about my experiences, to seek help with things that I need help with. And all of that, when we see other moms who are experiencing things, it can make us feel less alone. Mm -hmm. It can make us feel less ashamed of something, right? When we feel shame, a lot of times it's like this silent thing, right? Yeah. It just, it consumes us. And if we can know that we're not alone and that's, it's, our experiences are okay. We're not, doesn't mean anything bad about us that's huge. And then there's also like the education piece, right? If we don't know that when you become a mom, your identity is going to be completely rocked in those first few weeks. I mean, when you have a newborn at home, right? Like it's, it's going to rock your identity. It just is. You're not sleeping. (laughs) Um, If we're not prepared for that and then we're not prepared for the next step of like, okay, it's not just coming. It's life didn't just go back to normal. Right. We're not prepared for what postpartum anxiety and depression might look like if we're not prepared about how it's always something new with our kids as they grow they're always we're always a first-time mom to whatever age yeah we're not aware of those things right it's there's an education piece of like really being aware of things that if you're aware of it it might help you address it when it when you get to that point so there's a lot of benefits of having open and honest conversations um it just it really does expose a lot of what causes that guilt and shame. Right. That's it's it's powerful. Yeah. And as scary as it can be, like the benefits outweigh outweigh the risks because it can be scary. It takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable to have those open and honest conversations. But the more we have them, the more us us moms like talk about this and put it on the table and say, look, this is this is what's going on with me. It makes you feel less less alone, like you mentioned, like it, it kind of breaks away that isolation piece and helps us talk about it and put words to all of these feelings that we're having, including the guilt feelings and the shame and kind of busts it wide open and sheds a light on these, these subjects that are important to talk about. So Emily, how can moms who feel like they need to do it all overcome the guilt around from not doing it all? Cause it's impossible to do it all. 
but yet we hold, like you said, these unrealistic expectations that we have to do it all. So how can we, how can we start overcoming this guilt? What can we do about it? Number one, the most important thing is pretty much exactly what you just said there of we can't do it all. Really internalizing that and knowing that deeply is so crucial. It's a must. You have to know that there's no world where you do it all and do it well and do it perfectly, right? That's just not how it works. So a lot of times then what we're faced with is like choosing what it is that we do. And a lot of times when, you know, it's, we're holding ourselves to standards of being this mom who's with our children hundred percent of the time and doing all the things and keeping everything, not just afloat, but like perfect, right? It doesn't allow room for caring for ourselves. It doesn't allow room for doing work that lights you up. It doesn't allow room for anything else. And when we think about that, we think about the things that we're filling our plate with, our schedule with. Knowing that we have control over what, what things are important to us and that we can let some things go. We can ask for help. We all need help. And if you don't have help, knowing that you still can't do it all. You know, it just because you maybe don't have access to childcare or, you know, you you don't have a partner that's um, involved in helping and things like that. It's still also important to know, like you still can't do it all. Right. And so when you, when something has to give, something has to give, when you're not living up to these expectations that you have set for yourself. Yeah. That's nobody can do it all. I mean, we don't have capes. We're not superhuman, right? Like that's, that's the message. That's, it's so important to internalize that. Um, And then when we are feeling guilty, there's some kind of thought reframing that we can do to address that. But I think really starting with that piece of like deeply understanding that we can't do it all. (laughs) It's so important. It's, it's absolutely the first thing that we have to do. And it's not necessarily easy. I mean, we have a whole lifetime of exposure to the message that we should be able to do it all. So it's, it's easier said than done, right? Right. It's a lot of unlearning that has to take place before you can start building yourself back up. Yeah. Yeah. So any lasting advice that you can give, give moms who are listening today that are feeling a lot of guilt? I would say that really getting to understand your guilt, really getting to know your guilt through checking in with yourself and thinking on like, what is the the thought that I'm having that is causing me to feel this guilt can be really powerful. And included in the show notes, there's going to be um, a resource to kind of help walk you through doing that and kind of some next steps there. But really those regular check-ins with yourself are important. Um, And then also I'll just say that taking time for yourself, making that a priority, whatever that looks like in your life, it doesn't have to be an hour every day, although it can be an hour every day to yourself. Like that's for me, that's optimal. If I can get like a good amount of time every day, I show up so much better in my life, but it that's not realistic for some people. And so starting small, but allowing yourself to take time for yourself, to tune into yourself. What do I need? What's calling me? What is, what do I need more of in my life? And 
just giving yourself that space to consider that will then allow you to maybe make decisions in the future that allow you to get there and to see how good it can feel, which will help in kind of releasing some of that guilt too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You take the words right out of my mouth, Emily. We could talk for hours about this. (laughs) I don't doubt it. (laughs) We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. So what do you do? Speaking of self-care and making time for yourself, what do you do that helps you feel restored and re-energized? Yes. So I kind of mentioned it there, but for me, the biggest thing when it comes to self-care is getting time to myself. That is an absolute must for me, um, regardless of what I do. So if it's, you know, some days it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store by myself. And that's like the time I need to myself. Some days it's like, no, I literally need to be in my house by myself. That was a really hard one for me when I had um, my toddler and my newborn, even when my newborn was sleeping, I was still mom on duty. And my, you know, my husband would take the toddler out and it was like, I'm still mom on duty. Actually being in my house completely alone. There's something about it that just, it's, it gets my mindset just a little bit more aligned. And so really finding time every single day for myself to do whatever, if it's read a book, watch Netflix, um, have a cup of coffee and quiet, get some work done that I'm really excited about. That all for me feels like self-care. It's very intentional. It's very, I think the intention is such a huge piece of that. Mm. Um, it's, that's, that's my answer. Yeah. It's kind of going back to that advice. You're giving yourself yeah. advice, like asking yourself, what do I need in this moment to help me yes. feel, to help you feel like, like you, like back, back to, back to you. So awesome. So do you have a book that you can recommend to our listeners? Yes. Okay. So I am all about self-worth. I'm all about understanding like why we are all worthy and like really getting that into our core. And I, it was actually just a little over a year ago. I read Brene Brown's The Gifts of Imperfection. I got the audio book Um, I think it was like the 10 year anniversary edition of it and listened to it and then went out and bought the book because I was like, I need to see this. I need to like, look at the way this is laid out in here. It was like, it was life-changing. That's a book that I think every single human out there should read. Um, But I think moms in particular, it's like, there's a lot in there that I found could pull directly to the work that I'm doing. And it's just a really beautiful kind of guide to living and accepting yourself for who you are. So that is definitely top of my recommendation list. Nice. Okay. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. So why don't you share with us how listeners can find you? Yes. Well, as listeners of podcasts, um, the first thing I'll say is that I have a podcast called the Worthy Mother Podcast. We talk a lot about mom guilt and, you know, learning about ourselves, learning to love ourselves all that good stuff. So you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at honestly, Emily Rose. You can find me there. All that good stuff. 
All right. And all of Emily's links will be in the show notes of today's episode. So be sure to go check them out. And Emily, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.